Hello and welcome to episode 18. Today we're talking about perception and how your reality is everything. The episode itself, it's named You're Not Dead After 30 because everyone seems to have a time-based problem. Our fears and our worries come from a time clock and I'm really looking forward to delving into that a little deeper. Before I forget, make sure you subscribe if you're listening to this episode on Spotify or iTunes to get the latest updates of when I upload the latest episodes. And I've got some exciting news. The Female Health Show now has a community podcast group on Facebook. Please feel free to request membership. There are some little rules like no harassment, no bullying, and please respect others and a couple other things in there. So please have a look. I would love for you to join. It's going to be a space where I'm going to encourage a lot of interaction, not just with myself, but with the guests that I have on the show. And perhaps even some of you who you know have some advice or questions or problems and ideas about shows that I can record or things that you want to talk about. And it's going to be really fun and interactive. So I'm really looking forward to it. So please uh, request to join the Female Health Show community podcast group. It's a bit of a long you know, title, but please join. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in there. So let's get into today's show. Your perception of your reality is everything. You decide what you want to make of situations. You decide how you want to feel and react to change. If you feel like there's a time clock on your life, well, I don't have any words of wisdom to save you from the reality that is, time is ticking. If that makes you feel uncomfortable, scared or panicky in any way, we need to address this first. Firstly, future talk is really unsatisfying for those of you that are afraid of what's to come. If you feel like you're not achieving anything right now, and ultimately if you don't want to get old, and this is every every young person's nightmare, getting old, and also why I named this episode, you're not dead after 30, and maybe you are so afraid because you only are paying attention to the young, rich, and successful, and whatever that appears to be in your mind. So, you know, I want to define success. It's not linear for everyone, and success might be being popular on Instagram. Success for some of you might be running your own business, being a CEO, being a mum, writing a book series, getting a PhD or helping out in the community, whatever that looks like. It's all different for all of us. Now, I know that that might not be any you know definite form of consolidation, but I can tell you that what can help. So first of all, success, define what it means to you. Secondly, I think what really stuffs up so many of us humans is waiting for life to change, expecting things to get better. And when they don't, life is shitty because nothing is progressing. And progress really is the key ingredient to human development. The only way we move forward as these superhuman beings is by developing. So I want you to imagine a baby and imagine a baby doesn't learn anything. This baby becomes an adult baby. What a nuisance an adult baby would be to society. We wouldn't be here today. So the basis of evolution is learning, being teachable, being able to learn and grow for however you now define in your world life success. But what holds us back from progressing or developing as a human? Emotion. Take this for example. You're in a gym. You're training. By rep 8, your body hurts, but your program says 12. So you stop at rep 8 because that's just, I can't do it anymore. It's too hard. If you stop, you're getting emotional and... Now you're not going to get the progress. If you were to keep going as, a per, as per the program and reach rep 12, now you get the progress. So do you want the emotion or the progress? It sounds like a very simple concept, but in fact, that's exactly what happens in life. You see some of these people on Dr. Phil. Now I've had a bit of downtime to watch some Dr. Phil and 
I was watching this 45 or 50-year-old man telling Dr. Phil he couldn't get out of his bed. Yet, you know, he had a mini bar in his, like a mini bar fridge in his room. He had a decked out like 45 or 60-inch TV, PlayStation, controller, whatever, all the gadgets And his mum was just supplying everything for him. She was cleaning his room. She'd get him food. You know, if he wanted a snack, he'd text her and she would go buy it. And they were both on the show. You know, obviously the enabler, the mum. But second of all, let's get back to the person. He chose not to get out of bed. He chose to let a bad relationship, a breakup, define his life. He was in that bed for like 10 years, in his room for 10 years or something like that. It was ridiculous. So if you really want to change your reality, you have to change your perspective. You have to get uncomfortable. You can't just be comfortable and let life go with the flow and and not do anything at all and ignore what you really want. I think the biggest problem is ignoring your fears and and is essentially avoiding what you really want. If you feel like you're not changing, it's because you are not literally changing. You're not getting uncomfortable. Uncomfortable doesn't have to mean being pain, being in pain and being, you know, sad and depressed. It just means, you know, making a mistake a couple of times here and there. It means, you know, feeling a little awkward. You know, the first time you do anything, it's not going to be the best time. It's not going to be the most, you know, greatest thing you ever do. Like the first time you do a squat, it's not the best squat you ever do. I'm sure of it. But after many times, after doing it thousands and thousands of times, you get freaking good at it. It's the same as writing, same as drawing. Same as, you know, being in a relationship, you get better at communication, you get better at understanding the person. So, you know, sometimes setting up the actual goal and defining, oh, I want to be there is too hard. And sometimes the future, like I was saying in the beginning, I was pre-framing how the future can be a little bit overwhelming for some people. Sometimes looking into the future two, five or 10 years can literally just block block you for some reason and I have that same thing with business too and this is why I'm speaking about it today because I'm relating to this a little bit but if I work backwards from what I'm afraid of what I'm scared about what I'm concerned about I get so many answers and through these answers there's steps I get steps on how I can develop on what I can do better or how I can get to where I really want to be from just one or two problems And, you know, not every week the problem might be the same. Some problems are a little different and I'm just starting this concept now and I'm really excited by it because I am learning a little bit more than what I expected and it feels a bit foreign. It feels like foreign ground because, whoa, I didn't, I didn't realize that maybe if I just take this step, this is going to be the next, this is going to be my next big thing. And with every level of who you are, there's always another hurdle. There's always another problem. There's always something else to solve. So it doesn't, it doesn't just end, you know, there's always going to be something else. Um, so personally, I'm just starting this and I'm working backwards from what I'm afraid of instead of going from what my goal is, because to be honest, I find it really hard to define exactly what I really want. I know some things, but when it comes to my business and I'm being really transparent here right now, when it comes to my personal training business, there is something missing and I feel that and I'm trying to explore that. And I don't know if it's just because I've been in lockdown and, you know, when I was training at the gym, I didn't have any concerns. Like I was in go, go, go mode. But now that I'm in lockdown and, you know, things aren't the same for me, I'm thinking about other things and I'm thinking about my concerns and they are coming to fruition. I can feel that. I can feel that apprehension of oh, something feels 
not enough. There's not enough. And I don't know if that's just because I haven't been working as much, but I can tell you after, you know, six session of back-to-backs today, I'm definitely in the right place. Like I know this is what I want to do, but I'm not sure where I need to exactly navigate now to go. And so, yeah, highlighting my concerns, highlighting what I'm afraid of is actually helping me move forward. So one thing though, I would say if the problem is making you feel really upset, really emotional, then you need to definitely speak to someone about it because talking about things help a lot. Sometimes the emotional Sometimes the emotion itself is the answer. Take being depressed. Your low dysfunctional mind and mood is telling you that it needs help. It needs less clutter. It needs less people in your life, maybe. It needs less work and more self-discovery, more professional guidance. You really need to explore that and not avoid it. You know, body is telling you, I need more attention. I, I need help. So, you know, please don't hold back and think that if you are suffering with depression, anxiety, any, you know, seriously negative self thoughts, then please don't hold back. Don't be afraid to talk to people. People want to help. People are here for you. You know, everyone has a role. So Tim Ferriss episode with Esther Perel, Tactics for Relationships in Quarantine episode 418. That's a lot of damn episodes. Now her quote specifically was, maybe you don't feel that enough people love you, but I can tell you there's a world of people out there who need you at this moment, Esther Perel. And you can't get more profound than that. Like when it comes to feeling isolated and alone in this situation or any hard situation you've been through, that hard situation doesn't just leave a mark on your life, but it gives you the ability to teach others on how to handle it, how to manage it, how to prevent it, how to repair the relationship with it, whatever it is. So whether or not it's about quarantine, the relationship you're in, the work life you've got, the training style you have, the health poor health habits that you've adapted, whatever it is, there is always something teachable out of every situation, every issue, every problem, every win. There's always a lesson that you can learn from and teach others about. And when you look at the success of health coaches and online educators like Teachable and these resources that you can use to learn from other people, what's that new one like Masterclass or something? This is where the essence of being teachable and learning and developing as a human really comes to play and really emphasizes my point. You're not dead after 30. So stop acting like you've got no time to do anything that you want or that you're too old. You're not old enough. You don't have enough experience. Life is not about that. You make life whatever you want it to be. So let's stop using time and age as an excuse to avoid the things that you really need to get doing. Because if not now, then when? When is a good time to change? When is a good time to start? Why Why not now? And this is where expectations come into play as well. And you can listen to a little bit more about expectations and what I think about expectations and how they're soul-sucking and holding you back from your life that you really want in episode 11. But ultimately, expectations play a huge role in this fear-based concept. If you are afraid of something, you're probably putting a lot of expectations on yourself. You're probably in this comparison mode, this imposter syndrome mode. And if this is sounding exactly like you, definitely should listen to episode 11. And this is where the conversation goes. You know, if you attach yourself to an idea, uh, a feeling or what you're supposed to look like by 20, what you're supposed to have by 30, where you're supposed to be at 45 in your life, 
you're attaching yourself and, and it, there's a weight that goes on your shoulders with expecting your life to look a certain way. And when it doesn't, then there's this immense guilt almost. This is immense, um, I didn't make it. I wasn't successful. I didn't do it. Well, did you really try? Did you really have steps there? Were you challenging yourself? Were you you know, addressing the issues? And were you working towards bettering your situation? Like, what were you really doing? So don't attach yourself to the version of you that you haven't even met yet. Because if you still haven't got the one that you are now right, like, how do you get to the next step? And this is where there's this airy fairiness of, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know how to get there. I'm so afraid. And what if I don't make it? Well, we need to go, we need to work backwards. Let's slow down. Like there's no rush. You've got so much time, but we need to use that time better. I want to kind of finish this episode with a few little of my thoughts and I'm, and I'm still trying to grasp onto them a little bit. <laughs> One, you're not dead after 30. Stop putting this time clock on yourself that you just can't meet. Secondly, progress. Don't get too emotional about things where you can help it. Don't get too emotional about things. And what can you do to progress? Answer the hard questions. What are you avoiding? What are you afraid of? And find some steps on how you can be less afraid or prevent that fear or repair your relationship with that fear. What do you need to do? What are actionable steps that you can do in order to overcome that problem? Lastly, define your success. What does a life in a day like for you look like? How do you wake up? What do you do during the day? Who do you see during the day? What do you work on during the day? Do you work at all? How do you go to sleep? Do you go to sleep with a partner, a friend? What's that like? Everyone's situation is different. Um, do you have pets? Do you live in a sustainable home? Do you live overseas? Do you Are you in close contact with family? What does a day in the life look like for you? And the definition of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose. And I really love this definition because it takes a lot of pressure off attaching that word success itself to financial success. I think a lot of people get afraid of not being 30 and not having a million dollars in their bank account. I think people get afraid of not having a comfortable life because they don't want to live an uncomfortable life. And I completely understand where you're coming from. But if you don't know what success looks like for you, then how is it helpful? It's not helpful at all. In fact, it's probably making you feel more stressed out because what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get there? I can't, I can't make it because you don't even know what you're supposed to be making or what you're supposed to be doing with yourself. And this is where parents sometimes get a little bit upset with their children because they worry that their children's not going to have the level of success that they define. And how good is this podcast? Like I'm just unpacking all these thoughts and concepts and breaking them down for you. And I've have a few clients that are like this, you know, my parents don't want me to look like this. My parents don't want me to do this. What do you want to do? What do you like? Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to live your life, not them. Uh, like harsh reality and wake up call. Are you trying to make them happy? Because making people happy doesn't make you happy. <laughs> it sure doesn't. It's like staying in a bad relationship because you don't want to hurt that person, but you really don't want to be in that relationship. Who is it really benefiting? In fact, it's benefiting neither of you in the relationship because you're probably not offering that happy, cheerful, lovey person to that person. And they're trying to, you know, win your love almost. How bad does that, that would, that would suck. Um, let's put a bit of perspective into this. You know, this is about a perspective podcast, right? So I hope this is really setting off some light bulbs. So define what's holding you back. Get a little bit uncomfortable. Speak to a professional if you really are feeling 
unsafe and unhappy and very emotional about what's going on in your life or what you want out of your life can be very, very relaxing, therapeutic thing to speak about something or the issues that you're facing with someone. I hope this episode brought clarity and concepts to things that maybe have opened your eyes up a little bit more as well as a toolkit on how you can work towards your goals and the things that you want rather than running away from them in hope that things will change when in fact it's all about you who has to change. If you have any questions at all, never hesitate to ask. Don't forget to join the Female Health Show community podcast group on Facebook. Subscribe on Spotify and iTunes. And this is the end of episode 18, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. I have a special guest for episode 20. Her name's Amy Crook, and I can't wait to have her on. She's a strength and conditioning coach. And we're going to talk all things about the female athlete and performance for women in the gym. I can't wait for that one. I'll speak to you all very soon. Look out for the episodes every single week, two times a week. And bye, everyone. Have a lovely day.